0: Welcome back. And in this episode, we're going to talk about understanding your personal blind spots and how that's going to help you improve outcomes in your negotiations. And I want to start with with a quote from Thales, um, the ancient uh, Greek philosopher, and he said, the most difficult thing in life is to know yourself. So what are we going to talk about? What we're going to talk about when you're in a negotiation, how knowing yourself is going to protect you from yourself, because it's absolutely crucial that you understand yourself and know who you are and what you're about. So by understanding yourself, you're going to begin to appreciate the source of your emotions and more importantly, the source of your fears. Now, a quick way to determine um, what kind of personality type you are is basically to ask two basic questions. Um, The first is to ask about your pace or your motor, or you know, ask yourself: Am I faster paced or slower paced? Do you like to move quickly, or um, do you want everyone to move as quickly as well, or do you prefer to move at a little slower pace? And you think some people just need to slow down. You know, take a minute, think about it, and write down your pace. Are you faster paced or slower paced? The next question um, you would ask yourself is typically: What do you focus on when you're faced with a problem? You focus on the people or the task. Uh, When you're dealing with a problem, do you concentrate on the people that are involved or are you more concerned with the task that needs to be accomplished that's associated with the problem? Now really spend some time thinking about this uh, and then write down where your focus lies. Is it either people or task? So now that we've written these two words down, it, your pace and your focus, we have a pretty good idea of your general personality style and how um, in the next few minutes we're going to talk about how those personality styles can influence uh, your negotiations. But first, um, we're going to take spend a little bit of time looking at the different combinations and how uh, they might be a blind spot to you as you negotiate. So if you wrote down that you're fast-paced and you're task-oriented, You're probably a doer, all right? You're somebody who's determined, um, uh, you're decisive, you like getting things done. Your motivation is the accomplishment itself. And uh, you enjoy being able to point to something and saying, I did that and you're probably not a big fan of plaques and awards. Instead, you, you only want to solve problems, and you want to solve the next problem. And, and the big picture is, is natural for you to see, and oftentimes is all you likely care about. You don't like messing around with the fine details and get frustrated when you're asked to discuss the more sub, subtler points of a, um, um, of a, of a problem. Now, in a negotiation, uh, this can be a problem area for you. You know, you're more likely to focus on one or two big issues that are important to you, and you probably yield a lot on some other matters. You know, a source of fear for you is not getting the deal done because you like to get things done, and you tend to focus on the accomplishments and achieving tasks, and anything that might put that at, um, uh, risk that of you attaining those goals um, and anything becomes a source of fear for you um, and you might allow uh, your drive to obtain a deal uh, allow you to focus only on one two issue one or two issues that will weaken your position. So be careful about what you give away to get that single item because sometimes getting the big item and you give up on a little little items you can actually, get into a contract or negotiation or or a deal that actually isn't as good for you as it could be. Now, for those of you who wrote down that you're fast and you're um, people-focused, you're probably typically the life of the party. You're the one people want to be around. Uh, You likely have lots of friends and and, um, others uh, really enjoy being around you and, and like having your company. You probably love to talk, and, and you're gonna, it's very easy for you to talk with just about anyone. And your motivation for most things is likely the re- recognition you receive for being who you are and doing what you do. And you probably start a lot of different projects, but you may suffer in seeing a lot of those projects through to completion. So when you're negotiating, being fast is good, but worrying if the other people are going to like you isn't so good. You're better served if you focus on what you can do rather than um, what they will think of you. Okay. Often, people will think they will give them a better deal because they're friends, and I've noticed many times that this belief simply doesn't doesn't pan out in real life. And and fast-paced, people-oriented individuals also, you tend to talk more than you probably should because you like to fill that space. My caution to you is be very careful with that temptation because as you're filling that space, you may not necessarily be thinking about the words that you were using. And what I don't want you to do is I don't want you to give away too much information that can weaken or damage your position in the negotiation. Now, the third uh, combination would be if you said, I know I'm a little slower paced I'm, and I'm people oriented. And if you wrote those two words down, this is for you. You love people and you like to take things slow. You know, It gives you real joy to help others and you're likely motivated by knowing how much you can help others. Now here's the problem. Sometimes your desire to help others is so strong that you have a hard time saying no you also love routines and the status quo and you love to support others in their projects and you're probably one of the sweetest nicest people in the world you know and your compassion and caring actually has no known limits however slow-paced and people-oriented individuals um, even though you're great in support roles you can at times uh, not be the greatest negotiators and this is because your desire to please others supersedes uh, your own interests in the negotiation. So if someone threatens that a no to the request will change the relationship as often as a tactic, you might be more apt to say yes even when it's not in your best interest because you're afraid of damaging that relationship. They frequently um, are seen by an easy mark or a doormat by tough aggressive negotiators you know it's okay to say no in a negotiation i think that's real important that this is the key point that you guys need to take home and, and more importantly remember it's not your job to save the other side i mean we can help them but we don't sacrifice yourself to save them it's just like when you're dealing with a drowning victim and a lifeguard I, uh, you know, we don't, you gotta be careful when you walk, you know, trying to save a drowning victim. Sometimes you gotta let them go under before you reach in there because otherwise they're gonna bring you down. And in a negotiation, the other side, they need help, but you gotta protect yourself so that you can provide that aid and help them. And then the four, final one is if you're, you you wrote down that you're a little slower paced and you're task oriented. Now, you, if, if you did that, you love data and you love being correct. And this is is your style. You're more likely to enjoy processes and processing hard facts. Ambiguity is very frustrating for you, and you also want everything to be perfect. You want it to be done right. Uh, or you just don't want to do it. And you will check and recheck things to ensure whatever it is you're doing is the correct way to do it. And you are willing and able to defend your position and prove the other side wrong and has erred. And you're likely going to want to debate just about anything. However, in a negotiation, even though attention to details is a great trait to have and you have to have it, I would caution for you to be careful not to take too much time analyzing everything or to ask for too much as you attempt to create the perfect deal that may not exist. You know, there are varying degrees of good and excellence. And sometimes the deal's as good as it's going to get. Trying to tweak that little bit at the end might actually undermine your position. So understand that you have to settle down on something that you may deem less perfect just to get the good deal done, you know. So as they say, the enemy of good is better, you know. So keep your desire to show you're right, and everything must be perfect in check when you're at the negotiating table. Sometimes it's better to have a signed contract than to prove that you were right. So if you'd like to learn more about yourself. Um, You know, there are a lot of great tools out there. Um, And if you want to understand yourself and how your personality is a strength in a negotiation and some blind spots that you might want to look out for, you know, visit my website. You know, I have a number of resources uh, and courses on leadership and negotiation that will help walk you through that uh, and help you really understand who you are what your strengths are and what blind spots or sources of fear you might have at the negotiating table. Understanding your blind spots and your fears is a great way to improving the outcomes of your negotiations. Well, I'm so happy you've decided to invest in yourself today. It's the best investment you'll ever make. Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please share them with your friends and colleagues, and be sure to check out my books at Barnes & Noble and Amazon, as well as my online courses at www.DavidNorrisMDMBA.com. I hope you have a wonderful day. We'll see you next time.